0: I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in, and welcome to our tribe. Hey there, Solar Warrior. Welcome to another Tactical Tuesday, a short-form conversation with subject matter experts designed to give you the practical tools, tips, and advice for building your solar career or business. And can you believe it? It's almost Christmas already. Christmas 2019 and 2020 is just around the corner. And with it, a new decade. You know, it's only the fourth time in my life to see a new decade come around. And I think I've been thinking a lot about how to make the most of the next 10 years. Today, on the topic of the coming events of the future, I'm joined by Mr. Brian Sifton of Black and Veatch. Brian is the Sustainability Program Manager for Black and Veatch, one of the most respected engineering consulting firms in the power and infrastructure sector with more than a hundred year legacy in sustainability and infrastructure. And he's also one of the authors of the new Megatrends report that Black and Veatch is releasing today, December 17th, 2019. I asked Brian to orient us to some of the megatrends discussed in the report. And they surveyed customers from water, infrastructure, power, and many other industries, and the report triangulates the convergence in these mega trends that surface. Today, we highlight for you some of the opportunities for those of you infinite learners out there to think about how these trends just might correlate to your own business. There's a link to the report over on the blog at mysuncast.com, where you can find more Tactical Tuesdays just like this one. While you're there, I'd be honored if you'd take two minutes and fill out our first ever listener survey. And thanks again for helping us learn how to better serve you in the coming year. But for now, get ready to tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, as we tune in to another Tactical Tuesday here on Suncast. All right, Solar Warriors, we're back for another Tactical Tuesday. And today we are going to talk about megatrends. I have, for the first time on this show... Someone from our friends over at Black & Veatch. If you're unfamiliar with Black & Veatch, maybe you are not working necessarily up in the utility scale uh, or not working with third-party engineers. Black & Veatch is one of the most respected engineering firms, in uh, certainly in the United States, and have done work around the world. They're an employee-owned engineering and procurement consulting and construction company with a 100-year legacy of innovation and sustainable infrastructure it's essentially an engineering consulting business in the way that Accenture, you know, and other, and other similar companies are. And joining us today from Black & Veatch is my new friend, Brian Sifton. Brian's a member of the Growth Accelerator, Black & Veatch's corporate innovation group. He works at the intersection of sustainability, strategy, innovation, and he manages the company's corporate sustainability program and strategic vision. He's been with Black & Beach for a decade, and today we're going to look at a document that Brian co-authored along with A.J. Casaravada and Luke King. I hope I got those right. <laughs> and we picked the easiest names to pronounce. <laughs> Fantastic. And so with that, welcome to Suncast, Mr. Brian Sifton. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, man. I'm excited to... Be appearing into a legit media room there in Kansas City. I mean, Black and feature yeah. you got your stuff together, man. You got a better Thank studio. Thank very than, much. I, I can handily say that this is easily qualified as the best setup of any guest ever on suncast
1: well thank you very much we like to
0: record albums uh, on the weekends here so that's why we've got such a good studio (laughs) that's amazing and great studio you have it's uh it's impressive brian i'm really honored and really excited to dig into what i believe to be the first megatrends report published by black and beach is that accurate Yeah, that's correct. We're going to unpack it here today. It seems to me, uh, having had an early look at the draft, that it's a convergence in a lot of themes. It's in a way a report of a report. Now, Black & Veatch works, and I'm sure you'll get into this across a lot of different sectors, power, water, telecom, renewable power, which is what... uh, uh, renewable Energy is what a lot of us, um, you know, sort of a- acknowledge as uh, what Black & Veatch is known for. Uh, but you're only, that's really because we're in the renewables business. <laughs> Could you tell me a bit about the meta architecture of Black and & Veatch and what makes uh, Black & Veatch the kind of company that is capable of pulling together a report that that pontificates megatrends?
1: Absolutely. So thank you for that. Yeah, we think about our business as building critical human infrastructure. Everything that we work on, all of the engineering we do, all of the consulting we do, all the construction we do are for, for facilities that enable humans to have a better quality of life, whether that's getting electricity or getting clean water or being able to use your cell phone because of the telecommunications network we put up. Uh, regardless of what business we're in, we think of it as de- building critical human infrastructure that enables economic activity, that improves quality of life, and that cares for the environment. And so this report to me is really exciting because every year we have these strategic directions reports where we survey our clients in each of the markets that we're in, and we ask them, what are the topics that are keeping them up at night? What are their priorities? How are they thinking about changes in their industry? And we do that for a lot of reasons. But to me, the most important thing is it's important for us as a consulting firm to, to be able to be a little bit out in front of our clients to understand what's going to impact them in the next two years or the next five years. And that helps us propose new solutions and develop new solutions with them. But it's also to help us sort of stay closer to our clients to understand the needs that they have in real time. And so every year we have these strategic directions reports that we produce for the industries that we're in. This one, this Megatrends report is really exciting because it's it's a kind of a compilation of a lot of key themes that we've pulled out of those strategic directions reports.
0: So Megatrends, the first year report is publishing today like I said before I'm honored that uh, Black and Veatch asked if we would uh, partner with you guys to help get the word out. Well, what I'd like to do is you know these tactical Tuesdays are typically, you know, less than a half hour. So try to synthesize some of the things that fo- folks will find in the report. You just mentioned that as a report you're really synthesizing a lot of these surveys that you guys have collated from the different industries that you serve. So, Brian, as we start to contemplate these megatrends, you know, one of the things that comes up for me, especially as a marketer and, and thinking about education of the market, I see a lot of really good content from Black & Veatch. Obviously, you guys have a lot of different industries you can pull from. But as we set the stage here, where does the proliferation of content from a predominantly engineering-focused company really stem from?
1: Yeah, it's it's really two key things, I think. Because we're consulting engineers and constructors, we sort of have a responsibility to our clients to stay a little bit out ahead of where they're at so that we're able to provide them solutions that they'll need next year or in five years. And so a significant amount of work goes into understanding um, what those needs will be in the near term. And so that obviously generates fantastic insights. That gets turned into content. The other one really for us is staying close to our clients. Understanding those needs helps us maintain really good relationships and develop new relationships. And again, some of that gets turned into insights into content that can be you know, useful for other readers that are in our ecosystem
0: yeah what's on their mind what are their challenges what are their priorities it certainly is a way that is not salesy doesn't feel uh like you are trying to uh, really get too far into their business but you're trying to figure out like how can we serve these clients better and um you know it's part and parcel to building a a genuine long-lasting sustainable consulting business which clearly 100 plus year legacy at black and beach uh, establishes. Well, let's get into the four mega trends and the four themes that we can extrapolate from this report.
1: Yeah, sure. So the first one I'm really excited about, it relates to sustainability and corporate sustainability. Um, obviously, companies have been developing goals for 10 years, 20 years. It's it's, it's a theme that's been ongoing for quite some time. Uh, for us, we see the mega trend as uh, a whole suite of new technologies that are being developed by startups, that are being developed by entrepreneurs, that companies can utilize in their approaches to meet their sustainability goals. And so for us, as a a engineering construction firm, all we do all day is integrate technologies for some stated purpose. And so for us, it's a really exciting time to track the ecosystem of, of new technologies that are becoming available and helping our clients work through the complexity of deciding which technology portfolio makes the most sense from, for them to meet their
0: business objectives,
1: to develop an ROI, and to meet their sustainability goals.
0: That sounds intriguing. So basically simplifying the complex sustainability equation for a lot of these corporations. There's a lot of solutions out there, but making decisions on uh, how to move forward with sustainability uh, is creating a lot of opportunity. That sounds like a mega trend for sure. What's the next one?
1: Yeah, so the next one again is one that, you know, for the for your audience that is very keen on renewable energy and solar power, may not sound necessarily like a mega trend. Obviously there's been a lot of reporting on the uptick in corporates entering into power purchase agreements or otherwise purchasing um, bulk renewable energy. But the trend really has to do with, you know, where where on the spectrum of utility responses to distributed energy and to, to renewable power sold to corporates where on the spectrum utilities are at, you know, how does that, how does that interface with what corporates are doing? The reality is a lot of companies, no matter where they're at in the country, no matter what position utilities are taking on, on companies, buying renewable energy, direct companies are getting it done. And so some of the survey responses that have come back start teasing out that relationship between, you know, utility posture towards renewable energy and, and how companies are procuring their own energy.
0: Gotcha. Mega mega trend number two: innovative corporations are not waiting around for utilities to provide solutions to energy diversity, and they're taking independent action. Again, like you said, maybe not self evident to those of us in the solar power industry, where we're on the receiving end of that, but certainly at the macro level for corporations, this is true. And and really only just starting uh, as a trend to get uh, to get gr- to get traction. What about uh, takeaway number three?
1: Yeah, so this one's really interesting because, you know, we see an awful lot of articles either in in, you know, trade press or, you know, in 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 newspapers, magazines, articles, blog posts about the importance of data and how data is becoming the new oil. It's becoming one of the most valuable valuable things that a company can have. And that's absolutely true. There's tremendous power in the analytics that are, are developed in companies these days and, and making good use of their data. Um, we're an infrastructure company, and so the industrial internet of things is something that's very real for our clients. They're they're trying to understand how do they censor their equipment? How do they pull data that makes meaning out of their processes and their activities so that they can become more efficient, more optimal, whatever their objective function is. That's all good and well, but it creates also this massive risk in cybersecurity. Anytime you've got, you know, uh, a access point where somebody can get in, it is not just an opportunity to become a better, more efficient operating organization. It also creates potential risks and liabilities
0: for you. I love, I've never heard that term access before. Well-timed and (laughs) well-placed. So data analytics are creating as many risks as opportunities, it sounds like, if they're not implemented properly, Mega trend number three. What about number four?
1: Yeah, so the fourth one also, in some respects, relates to data. Every company wants to have perfect situational awareness, whether it's a manufacturing plant, whether it's a construction site. We've seen a lot of progress in instrumenting, instrumenting construction sites to be more efficient. And so there's these unbelievable tools that are available now, but it's almost like when when Microsoft Windows was launched. All of a sudden, there was this fantastic new toolkit that every desk jockey in America had, right? But it took a while for companies to understand how to best utilize some of those tools. It took a while for people to get trained. It took a while for sort of your operational processes to, to mature so that you could actually take advantage of the productivity gains that could come from that. And so we're seeing that uh, as it relates to integrating capital asset planning into infrastructure management and in the construction phase as well.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it seems like in this uh, tech boom in uh, you know, w- what is the information boom here in the last 20 plus years, technology pl- proliferation development has sort of outpaced uh, corporate ability to implement and integrate it. Does that sound fair? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. I've always thought that commercial solar should have an easy button for financing just like residential solar. But credit ultimately has been the gating item until now. Energetic insurance levels the playing field so that project developers can now offer the same electricity savings to small and medium businesses that were previously reserved for the large commercial buyers in the US. Their in-rate credit cover policy provides the missing link or that easy button I mentioned earlier for commercial solar, it's basically the FICO score that we're so familiar with in residential solar, and it enables savvy developers and investors to quickly finance commercial solar projects. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Go to energeticinsurance.com forward suncast and submit your projects today. What do you got to lose? 70% of projects qualify and the review process is drop dead easy. Go hit the easy button on commercial solar at energeticinsurance.com forward slash suncast. Hey, are you losing commercial solar sales because of high demand charges that minimize the ROI for your customer? Extensible Energy's Demand X software is an affordable new solution for reducing peak demand charges by 30%. No batteries required. Extensible's intelligence software analyzes solar production, utility rates, weather data, and more. Then it crunches that data, monitors solar and flexible loads, and automatically reduces peak demand spikes, increasing your customer's ROI and decreasing payback time. Head to extensibleenergy.com forward slash suncast for a free demand charge analysis for your project and to learn more about Extensible's partner program for commercial solar installers. can learn more at extensibleenergy.com forward slash suncast. Brian, I know that you you didn't serve as the uh, primary author on all four of these some uh, sort of pseudo articles inside of the Megatrends uh, document. So let's return back to uh, one where you were a lead author, and that is the, um, you know, the megatrend number one, the simplifying complex sustainability solutions uh, so that corporations have a sense of certainty around moving forward. I thought that, you know, for those who are maybe thinking to themselves with a little skeptical um, voice in their head, ah, since there's another report written by an engineering firm, let me dissuade that negative nelly in your mind i started looking through this report and one of the things that surprised me as a runner was you guys very elegantly introducing an analogy between a recent very salient uh, world record uh, that uh, that any anyone following running would know with kipchoge to the the meta analysis of climate solutions uh, I'll, i won't steal your thunder but i'd love for you to help extrapolate for us some of the corollary sort of connections that you've made there.
1: Sure, yeah. So obviously that was um a wildly exciting race and the 2-hour barrier has been something that, you know, hasn't ever been broken before despite numerous efforts. And so we we saw it as this, you know, almost huge aspirational goal to break this massive barrier in running and endurance running. Um and and we see the the corollary or the the analogy oftentimes with companies that are saying Hey, we want to embrace the Sustainable Development Goals. We want to embrace the UN Sustainable Development Goals. If you read through those, those are all these wildly ambitious and aspirational goals to, to to end world hunger, to make sure everybody's got clean electricity, to make sure everybody's got clean water. And if you you think about, you know, despite all the progress that we've had globally. Uh, along some of those things for decades to think about where we're at now and to say, we're going to solve world hunger in the next decade with all of these other trends that are, you know, potentially impacting that, whether it's resource scarcity or uh, extreme weather events, destroying crops, it's massively ambitious. And so we saw this, you know, breaking the two-hour marathon uh, milestone sort of is the same with these companies that are making these massively ambitious goals related to their sustainability efforts. And and as I was saying, like it's really an exciting time because there are more technologies, more tools that companies can deploy in their sustainability stack to get to something that looks like net zero carbon or uh, you know massive reductions in their water use. But it takes a team of willing participants within the companies to make those commitments and to continue. Exploring those commitments, and it takes you know OEMs that are developing the solutions, the the technologies that enable companies to reduce their their carbon footprint, and then it takes companies like Black and Veatch and our peers in the industry to say, here, let's help you sort through the decision making process of investing in these and integrating these solutions into your operations in a way that you retain all of the operating uh, parameters that you need, and then we can just sort of help you know, delete a carbon footprint here or delete a carbon footprint there. So, um, yeah, we think the analogy is really, really apt and, and, and we sort of like the way
0: it came together. I do want to just say that, you know, one of the things you guys wrote in here that I think is really salient for, especially the first, you know, this first takeaway mega trend is, you know, breaking through barriers, just like Kip- Kipchoge requires a plan, coaching the right tools and ongoing support. Uh, I'd encourage folks to, to dig in. I mean, this, 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 pa- this document is 30 pages, you know, 28 pages of, of content, and it's well worth the read. I wanted to ask you, Brian, uh, in, the, in the moments that we have left, uh, from the remainder of the trends, are there some highlights and sort of key data points that you'd like to point out that would guide someone through or, or, in, or maybe instill in them a, a strong desire to want to go and pick up this report and read through the rest? Yeah. It- Relates
1: a little bit to, you know, our discussion around that article I worked on where there's just an abundance of technologies that are becoming available and not just available, but cost competitive to fit into companies sustainability stack for meeting their goals. I thought it was interesting because, you know, over time we will survey commercial industrial clients. We'll survey the power industry. We'll survey a lot of folks on just what their expectations around renewable energy are. And so, um, you know, one of the one of the articles talks about the expectation that everyone assumes that the grid is going renewable, but also that there's a regulatory lag. And so as you think about some of the large trends like climate change uh, that all industries and all infrastructure types are going to be dealing with at some point in the future, it's like directionally, we know how we're going to get there. From a regulatory perspective, there's some amount of uncertainty. But from a technology and a solution perspective, which is where we really feel like we create value for our clients, we think there's a lot of great answers already available. And so it's this recognition that we know what the problem is. We know how to solve it. We may not know how to get there, but if we collaborate and we work together, I believe that you know stakeholders can come together around some solutions that make sense financially and from a, a doing good perspective.
0: Well, I encourage the rest of our solar warriors and climate warriors who do listen on the regular to Suncast, really dig into this mega trends report. I think there's a lot to unpack there. And we uh, we certainly could spend an hour uh, digging in and, and unpacking it. And Brian, maybe I'll have you back in a Q&A at the beginning of the year. Maybe we'll do that in January. Why don't you, in fact, why don't we do this? If you're listening and you'd like to see a Q&A with Brian and I, and we can d- unpack these mega trends together in, uh, in a webinar style event, then hit us up on Twitter or LinkedIn and let us know that you'd find that interesting. You can email me and you'll, you, you'll find all the ways to reach us in uh, the show notes on my I love the way that you guys rather elegantly tied in these, uh, these comparisons, uh, I mentioned uh, the Kipchoge <laughs> under two hour marathon, which is a phenomenal way to think about the race that we're in. And you mentioned uh, on the Megatrend 4 around technology development, outpacing pacing corporate implementation, the notion that, frankly, companies uh, didn't know what to do with Microsoft Windows when it came out, uh, but it, over time began to integrate it and see the efficiencies improve. There's a lot like that to unpack in this report i really encourage all of you to go and and have a look at it and uh, brian really grateful for you and gabe and the rest of the black and beach team uh, partnering with suncast on uh on communicating this out to the broader world and uh look forward to having you back on suncast to talk more
1: hey thanks so much for having me i really appreciate it i hope chance to take a
0: look and i hope they they enjoy the report indeed and uh since this is coming out just before the holidays we'll wish you all a merry christmas yeah, likewise, and Happy New Year as well. Well, that's a wrap on today's Tactical Tuesday. And thanks so much to Brian Sifton, Gabe Prusak, and the Black & Veatch team for turning to Suncast as a media partner to tell you all about the Mega Trends Report. Hey Tribe, I'd love to hear you sound off. What did you learn from today's episode? You can find us on Twitter and LinkedIn and share your biggest takeaway. Or share what you think we missed or should have commented on. And thanks to you also, my friend, for bearing with us as we work through some technical difficulties lately in production. I hope to improve my internet speed down here in Mexico in January so we'll have fewer quality issues to deal with. As always, you can find the list of resources mentioned in this and every episode over at the show notes page of my blog at mysuncast.com. And while you're there... I'd be honored if you'd take two more minutes of your time. Yes, it's really just two minutes to give us feedback in our first ever listener survey. You'll find the link on the homepage. There's plenty of great episodes to enjoy over your Christmas break. Happy holidays. And here's to a fantastic new decade. Remember, you are what you listen to. So thanks again for showing up, Solar Warrior. It's half the battle.